Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am like beyond optimistic at the moment because usually Republicans figure out a way to screw everything up when they get back in leadership, but I can't believe what I'm witnessing right now. And that seems to be a clear game plan, a focused game plan from the Republicans on the mandates given to them in the House uh, to investigate and look into major issues that are facing this country. Let me give you the perfect example. It has officially begun on the House side. House Judiciary Republicans are now going to summon Mayorkas for a border investigation. This is something Republicans said they would do. I wasn't sure I believe them. They've already started it, which is amazing. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee have begun rolling out their investigation investigation and their plans for next year in the wake of securing the House majority. Now, their plans include questioning nearly a dozen individuals specifically, we're being told, within the Department of Homeland Security. The Republicans, led by the ranking member Jim Jordan, sent a notice on Friday morning to the Secretary Mayorkas requesting prompt testimony from Mayorkas and 10 others with key roles in immigration and cybersecurity as well. The Republicans stated in their notice that they anticipate requiring testimony, quote unquote, early next year from these individuals who work in U.S. citizenship and immigration services, as well as Immigration and Customs Enforcement, also known as ICE, and Customs and Border Protection, as well as the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Now, I want every one of you to share this podcast with your family and friends right now. Hit that forward button, hit that share button. Second thing, because people need to understand what we're about to do on the border issue, please write us a five-star review. Why do I ask you? Because when you do, it helps us with the algorithms, reach more viewers, or I should say more listeners. So please do that right now to help get this information out. Now, the people that they're going to ask to come in are the top-level individuals, uh, I, for example, Johnson and Doyle from ICE, Mayorkas, obviously, uh, Ortiz from, from, from Border Security. 
These are the top people that need to be questioned that have not been answering any questions over the last two years and have been lying to the American people about the issue of a secure border. It's not secure, and they did it on purpose. They've allowed for a wide open stream of people to come in this country, and we now know why. There was that press conference that happened just a couple days ago where Democrats are now demanding that we give amnesty to every illegal immigrant in this country because they claim that our birthing rates in America are too low and we desperately need to replace the people that they've basically allowed to be aborted. All right. If you really want to get down to it with illegal immigrants, hoping that giving them amnesty will then allow them to vote for them forever. Now, to be clear, the Democratic Party is in favor of murdering innocent children, especially minorities. And now they're saying, oh, we murdered too many. So we need to bring in foreigners who are already in this country illegally and give them the American dream automatically, because without them, they claim that our country is going to collapse. This is their official line. Now. Republicans are saying that the testimonies of these top people with ICE and Border Protection and Mayorkas and Homeland Security will occur in committee hearings or in transcribed interviews, which Republicans will have authority to arrange once they take control of the committee in January. Jordan is expected to serve as a chairman, and that is obviously very good news. Now, this letter that went to the Honorable uh, Mayorkas, the uh, Secretary of U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Again, made it clear, saying this, as we prepare for the 118th Congress, we write again to obtain your voluntary compliance with the outstanding requests for documents and information necessary for our oversight. We appreciate your prompt attention to the outstanding matters. They go on to write, over the past 21 months, we have made several requests for information and documents concerning the operations and actions of the Department of Homeland Security and its components. We reiterated and itemized these requests in our recent letter on October the 17th and October the 28th, which are enclosed for your convenience. Republicans write, to date, you have ignored these requests or you have failed to respond significantly. Please be aware that if our requests remain outstanding at the beginning of the 118th Congress, the committee may be forced to resort, resort to compulsory process to obtain the materials we require. Republicans go on to write, in addition to advance our oversight, we request prompt testimony from the DHS employees. We expect your unfettered cooperation in arranging for the committee to receive testimony from DHS employees. As an initial matter, we anticipate requiring testimony either in hearings or transcribed interviews from the following employees early in the 2018 Congress. Now, they go through all of this, and the people that signed this letter, Jim Jordans, Louis Gomer, Daryl Isa, Steve Chabot, all members of Congress, many of them ranking members, uh, also uh, ranking members, subcommittee on courts, intellectual property, and the Internet, Daryl Isa, they are not screwing around. You go to page two, Matt Gates, Ken Buck, Mike Johnson, Andy Biggs, uh, Tom McClintock. These are just some of the signees here that matter. Chip Roy, Dan Bishop. Uh, th these are significant signatures. Michael uh, Burgess Owens. Uh, these are people that are saying we're not screwing around with this anymore. Now, this letter was CC'd to Jerry Nadler. The chair, the current chairman of the committee, making it clear that you can no longer stonewall us on these issues. I say this again because I'm in so much shock uh, that the Republicans so far are doing this perfectly, right? 
And they're doing this because Democrats now realize that something is going to change at the border. They believe it is an Achilles heel for them going into the 2024 election. And that's now why they're talking about amnesty. I'll give you a great example of the talking points that are going out there. Harold Ford Jr., former congressman from Tennessee, my hometown of Memphis, he was on TV last night talking about Chuck Schumer calling for citizenship for all illegals in this country. And he's willing to basically make a trade now. This is him floating this idea clearly on behalf of the Democrats. And he said this about, quote, now building a wall. Listen carefully. I think some Democrats may be on. I've said for a long time, this is a four or five prong solution, a four or five prong part to, to bring about a solution. solution. No. So I hope what I hope what Senator Schumer was doing there was perhaps throwing out a pie-in-the-sky idea with the hopes that that'll bring people to the table to figure out how we get an answer. I said it yesterday. I've said it many times on the show. Build a wall. You, you send more judges. You send more, yes. you send more judges. You put more, you put more ice there. You may have to change some personnel in, in, our, in the Biden administration to be able to get some of this done. But we have, to, we have to secure the border for national security reasons before we can have any conversation about which I believe we do need more workers in this country. But until we secure the border, we're not going to be able to build a coalition in Congress and the Senate to do All that. right. Given that. You hear this Democrat. He's out there and saying we need to build the wall and secure the border before we give out amnesty. He's floating this on behalf of the Democrats. What Chuck Schumer has decided to do is say, we are desperate for illegal immigrant workers. It's vital to our economy. And if you let us give amnesty to all of them, then we might give you border security. They're wanting to trade citizenship for 10, 12, 15 million people who are in this country illegally for you to have a secure border. Is that a fair trade? No, it's not a fair trade. And we shouldn't even think about actually agreeing to this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Chuck Schumer, when he came out in front of the podium with all the Democrats behind him after they had lost the House, but they had power in the Senate and they knew it, that is when they decided to play this card. All right, we'll make a deal. We flooded the border for the last two years. Now you've got some power on the House side. Fine, let's make a deal. We've gotten in millions and millions and millions and millions of illegal immigrants. And and now we're going to say, okay. You give us amnesty for all of them, including the thousand plus that will come across today, the thousand plus that will come across tomorrow, the five or six thousand over the weekend, right? You give them all amnesty and we will give you a secure country in theory. 
Now, don't think for a moment they actually want to secure the border. They're going to try to screw you down the road. They'll figure out a way to come across the border illegally. They'll figure out a way uh, to allow for there to be something that happens, right, where they can figure out a way to get more in here. And another 10 years from now or 15 years from now, they'll do exactly what they're doing now. They'll say, all right, well, it, to secure that aspect of the border, the new way they get across legally, we, you got to give out amnesty to all of them, and then we'll fix that. That's what they're going to say. Because that's what they do here. They lie to you. And listen to Chuck Schumer. He's like, all right, we're, we're not going to stop fighting until we get a pathway to citizenship for all undocumented. It's not just the dreamers. It's everybody that's broken the law. It's every criminal that's come across. They don't care. And if you want it, then fine. We might trade you a border wall. All right. So we also fought repeatedly to pass legislation that would protect dreamers. And it was a key piece of our original legislative agenda. In fact, my office was intimately involved in pushing for a change in the registry date that would once and for all provide some sense of security to dreamers and their families. And while we've encountered roadblocks along the way to get this done, we've never stopped fighting for immigrant relief. Uh, Senator Durbin, Senator Cortez Masto, Senator Padilla, and the others I mentioned, Senator Menendez, Senator Ben Ray Lujan, and just about every person in our caucus believes in this strongly. Unfortunately, getting a fix to DACA in the Senate remains tied to our ability to secure the 60 votes. We put proposal forth time and time again. But the election's now over, so all the BS, oh, so that was the word I was going to use, that we've heard from some of these Republican candidates, okay, well, the election's over. Now let's do the right thing. Now let's roll up our sleeves and get this done. Americans sent a clear message. They rejected the deeply anti-immigrant message of the MAGA Republicans. They said, MAGA Republicans, we don't believe in you. And one of the main reasons we don't believe in you is you divide us and divide us by attacking immigrants. In just last, just last week, we learned that Arizona, a purple state where the election was tr tight, approved a measure to extend in-state college tuition for non-citizens. That's the... That's not the politicians, that's the voters of Arizona, which has a virulent right wing. Mostly who lost. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, but in any case, um, uh, and they joined 18 other states, Arizona did, in, doing, in putting this in place. Massachusetts, voters rejected a GOP appeal, to, a, a GOP effort to repeal a state law that allows undocumented immigrants to apply for a driver's license. So, on something as simple as DACA, when the public is clearly on our side in blue states, purple states, even red states, we're calling on Republican colleagues to join us, waiting for our judicial system, hanging by a bare thread from court decision to court decision is no way for anyone to have to live. Chuck Schumer mocking Republicans for not winning in places like Arizona because we ran candidates there that, as he describes them, were too MAGA Republican, laughing at the fact that they still have control in the Senate. So now he's saying we want every illegal immigrant to become an American citizen. He has a simple message to the Senate Republicans who he says are not in power because he's still in power, and it's this. It's cruel and inhumane to keep millions in limbo. It's past time DACA recipients feel safe in this country. So my message to Senate Republicans is this. Work with us. 
Work with us on this widely supported policy so we can reach agreement that will protect families and strengthen our economy. Just as we passed other bipartisan accomplishments which they thought couldn't be done. Guns, veterans, chips. We can get it done here. We can get it done here. If we can get 10 Republicans to join us, we will get this done by the end of the year. It's the smart thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's the moral thing to do. It's the humane thing to do. And I want to assure everyone here, we will not stop fighting till we get a fix for DACA, a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, and a pathway to citizenship for all undocumented. Thank you very much, everybody. There it is. Screw you. We're going to give out amnesty. And if you want to secure the border, then you're going to have to play the game we te- the way we tell you to. We will laugh at you. We will mock you. Now, you want a secure border? You want a secure nation? Okay, then we'll give you that secure nation that you want. But we'll only give it to you if you give us 15, 20 million new voters. Right? Go back to the point where he talks about 11 million or however many illegal immigrants in the U.S. He knows that the majority of these people, if he gives them amnesty, are going to vote for Democrats, and they believe that means they will own this country forever. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and All of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. There it is. Get a pathway to citizenship for 11 million or however many illegal immigrants are in the U.S. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. We have a population that's not reproducing on its own. Maybe that's because you guys have been helping Democrats kill off so many unborn kids. Could that possibly be it? Call me old-fashioned, right? But it seems to me it's pretty clear. In fact, it's not pretty clear. It's very clear that you guys are in favor of killing off American citizens while demanding that we give unlimited government aid to people that break into this country. You now want to give amnesty to every single one of them, and you're saying the only, and you're holding us hostage. This is a hostage negotiation. Chuck Schumer says, I'm going to hold the security and the safety of you and your family in the palm of my hand until you give me what I want. And just like a hostage negotiation, they say they will only give you safety and security if you give them 13 million, 14 or 15 or 16 million new voters. That's the proposal. And why are they doing this? Because they have the power in the Senate now to do it. They could have, by the way, done all of these things when they were in charge of the House, Senate, and the White House. They could have done this and given out amnesty. When Barack Obama had basically a supermajority when he won those first two years while he was in office when he was doing Obamacare, they could have done all of these things. Why did they not do all of these things then? Because they knew it was political suicide. But they also understood how to play the long game. Democrats understood that the more illegal immigrants they got across, okay, the more possible voters it is and the more they could bring across 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 million people. If they bring them across and they give them amnesty, they believe they will vote for them and own them like modern day slaves. That's the truth of the situation. 
That's the whole ball game for them. That's what they actually believe. They 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 truly, genuinely believe that this is going to be their key to the promised land for power in this country. Now, if you give out amnesty to 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 million people, are the majority of them going to vote for the party that gives them amnesty? Absolutely, and they know that. Are their family members going to vote for Democrats? Absolutely. Is there a chance they'll vote for you for life because you're the one that gave them the American dream? When they broke the law, you rewarded them with a gift of amnesty? Of course they do. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. If you're paying attention, you've seen that the stock market has been plummeting. Many economists are predicting this is just the beginning, and we could see a market pullback well into 2023. If that happens, you're going to see tremendous losses in your portfolio. Many of you have already seen those losses. That is where there's an upside with gold. In the 2008 crash, when the market dipped, gold went up. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you, whether it becomes part of your retirement account or having physical metals shipped directly to you. When it comes to your finances, you want to act before it's too late. Be informed on your options. Legacy Precious Metals expert team can answer all your questions. So call Legacy Precious Metals today, 866-751-2218. That's 866-751-2218. Or you can even download their comprehensive gold guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Texas, by the way, has just sent another busload of migrants to Kamala Harris's home. Earlier today, they arrived a large busload of people. They should keep doing this. The border state governor should keep doing this, declaring a state of emergency. They should also make sure that they continue to do this. The border is going to be an issue in this presidential election and Democrats trying to claim that they are willing to secure the border now, but only if you give them all of these voters that they demand. That's not acting in the best interest of the United States of America. This is an invasion, right? We need to understand that this is an invasion. 13 million people coming across the border is an invasion. You don't trade the American dream with people like the Democratic Party that are holding you hostage. 
You look at the Democratic Party right now, right now, right? You look at the Democratic Party and what they believe. They believe that parents should not have power or right to intimidate a school board by just saying what they believe in. Last night, they did an entire discussion on this, an entire conversation about this on CNN, where they're like, parents basically need to shut up and sit down. This is part of how they want to take away the power from American citizens, give it to illegal immigrants and special interests and new people that they believe will keep them in power. And if you are a parent... They want you to shut up and sit down and let the government take charge of every aspect of your kid's life. Listen to this. This is even after the midterm elections. This is still what they're saying on CNN. The video of this white man screaming and yelling at the top of his lungs, at like, and, and the right thinks that this is totally normal behavior, just makes me think of like there was a viral video like three or four years ago about a black college student screaming at somebody and the right thought it was the most heinous thing they'd ever seen in their lives, right? And now these adults, right, parents are screaming and yelling and threatening people. Something is very wrong with that. Now, if you're upset, you have a right, you know, you have a right to be upset about things. You have a right to have a perspective about things. You don't have a right to do that. And you don't have a right to be intimidating and scaring uh, the people who are working on the school board. You don't have a right to yell and scream when the school board's trying to indoctrinate your kids and they refuse to listen to you. In other words, the only people that have the right to yell and scream and, and call you a domestic terrorist is the government and is the Democratic Party. This is what we are literally up against. This goes back to what Chip Roy said about Biden has weaponized the federal government against the American people. He's right. They just talked about that on CNN. You look at the executive branch and the tyranny. Representative Chip Roy called for shining a spotlight on how the Biden administration has weaponized the federal government against the American people. Saying, quote, I think it's important to know the extent. I think it's important that we all know the extent of which this administration has weaponized the federal government against its people. It ain't enough to have some hearings and call some people in and yell at them, referring to Congress conducting oversight over the regime. He said the American people need to see a lot of the things that have been done that they've not been seeing. We need to make sure we connect what's been happening with the actions of the government. We need to list the examples of weaponizing the government. And and, and he said that we also need to make sure we burn the place down, referring to this regime and the government and the DOJ and the FBI and how they've weaponized their political power against the American people. He said the Department of Justice was very clearly collaborating with the National School Board Association with the White House to politicize a father, a citizen, for walking into a school board meeting in Leesburg, Virginia, to challenge that school board for what happened to his own daughter. Roy was describing that Loudoun County school board rape cover-up and the federal targeting of the father, Scott Smith, whose daughter was raped. He, he was being made the poster child for the Department of Justice, referring to the dad, the Federal Department of Justice in Washington, D.C., And they wanted to label him a domestic terrorist because his own child was sexually assaulted and the school board covered it up. Roy went on to say, hey, I could go through 10 examples, go through 10 examples. That one is enough for me to want to burn the place down. I'm not talking about nibbling around the edges, burn the place down. Roy was joined by other conservatives who are now saying that's exactly what we must do. 
Republicans in the House need to make clear the extent to which the agencies are now weaponized against the country itself. So this is not just the Environmental Protection Agency spending money for clean air and clean water, he continued. It's not just the Environmental Protection Agency that put Joe Roberts, a 77-year-old Navy veteran in jail for 18 months of his last time in life for building four ponds on his own ranch that apparently was in violation of water, waters of the United States. It's not just the FBI, it's all of them, he said. We're talking about defunding a part of an agency so that it goes away if it's been proven to be orchestrated against the American people. Much of the issue for Republicans is going to be not only exposing the federal deep state, he went on to say, but also making the, making the pertinent connections between federal action and its detrimental effect on the American people, displaying a tyrannical use of power. Roy said Republicans are taking on the weaponizing of government, the weaponizing of the federal deep state. If you do that across several issues and you tie those together into one theme, now you're cooking with peanut oil and you can actually do something, he went on to say. Roy went on to use the example of the federal response to the coronavirus pandemic as another example of just how corrupt this government has become, saying some people want want the memory of COVID to disappear. I do not. It is one of the biggest travesties that has occurred in the history of the Western civilization in the world. What unfolded with the power of government being used and weaponized against the American people to get a needle jammed into your arm by the power The demand of the federal government. While Pfizer and Moderna are making $100 billion through those mandates. While our men and women in uniform getting fired for daring to say, as a healthy 21-year-old male, I don't want to have a needle stuck in my arm. And then has to uh, get not dishonorably discharged, but just, just discharged. That's just wrong. He's right. If you think Democrats are going to sit down and be quiet, you're wrong. They're doubling down. And it's up to us as conservatives to make sure that we don't allow them to have the power to continue to abuse their power. What has happened here with, with, with the Democratic Party and what has happened with Nancy Pelosi and what has happened with this White House is obvious. They are going to do whatever they can to destroy this country and change this country fundamentally. They're going to start with this deal where they're going to claim that they are willing to trade you, okay, for your safety. They're going to trade you safety for amnesty for all illegal immigrants. And that, my friends, is flat out wrong. That is something, by the way, that should never, ever, 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 ever happen. It is wrong and has always been wrong. And the Democratic Party is no longer looking out for you, okay? The Republican Party is, it needs to stand up and the Republican Party needs to understand that the Democrats are selling us out. This, by the way, is no different than what Joe Biden has been doing to this country for a long time. Look at Joe Biden. I mean, really look at Joe Biden. He's been selling out to the highest bidder. He's been selling out to the highest bidder. Anybody that wants to buy a part of America. He's been active in more than 50 countries with the Biden crime 
family. We know this from what Democrats have been or what Republicans have been exposing. Many Republicans have identified over 50 countries the Biden family sought businesses in. On the international side of the Biden family business, the deals were often led by Hunter Biden. And that map there behind Clay shows all the countries where the Bidens had a footprint in international business dealings. The investigation reveals a family that engaged with some of America's most powerful adversaries, planning to sell one of the largest sources of cobalt for electric vehicles in the world to the Chinese, for example. The Bidens flourished and became millionaires by simply offering access to the family. Among the dozens of shell companies the Bidens set up, there were millions of dollars of wire transfers, flights on Air Force Two to conduct personal business, and meetings with heads of state, all while Joe Biden was aware of what was happening. All the while, he turned a blind eye. Many transactions related to these businesses have raised red flags at U.S. banks. A suspicious activity report, or SAR, is a document a bank must file with the Treasury Department when a transaction is suspected to be related to money laundering or fraud or other types of criminal activity. According to media reports, the Biden family accumulated over 150 SARs. One SAR generated by an American bank to the Treasury Department connects Hunter Biden and his business associates to international human trafficking, among other illegal activities. The money that was being made from foreign principals in the same room as Joe Biden was increasingly spent on furthering illegal activity. The SAR showed that Hunter Biden was conducting business with suspected human traffickers. The money gained through influence peddling was function was funneled to a suspected criminal enterprise. Again, one linked to human trafficking. Linked to human trafficking. This is the Biden administration, and they are for sale to the highest bidder in the world. The Biden crime family doesn't exist without the president. And Republicans, they better stay laser-focused on Joe Biden. They better stay laser-focused on the abuse of power at the FBI and the DOJ. They better expose every single bit of this. And they better not back down. And so far, as I said at the beginning, they are doing their job brilliantly. I am the most optimistic I've been about the House leadership in a very long time based on what they're doing right now. Make sure you share this podcast with everyone you know. Make sure you also hit that subscribe or download button. Auto download so you get the podcast every day. It is free. And I will see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.